Hello, everyone. I'm Adariel. I'm playing Jason Carter, the uh, gunslinging vault dweller, aiming to bring justice to the wasteland and looking to kick in the front door towards the think tank. Hello there. I am Alaric, and I'm going to be playing Dr. Carl Hoffman, the Brotherhood of Steel initiates trying to, well, just heal everybody up from the, well, violence that is sure to come. Hi, I am Legacy, and I will be playing Chanel, your ruin to in dog having explosives girl. Hi there, I'm Termite, and I'll be playing Iris, our uh, escaped synth, who's honestly at this point just looking to settle a score. And I'll be playing, and I am Solomon, I will be playing as the Overseer this evening. When we last left our heroes, they learned a little bit more about the vault they were going to be uh, assaulting. They learned about Dr. Kestridge of the Institute and how he made his way out here. They learned about the uh, Robco various machines that could be waiting for them there, the technology and the weaponry that would be at hand that they would have to deal with. They prepared themselves as best they could, including Chanel managing to not only receive, but to make a few EMP grenades to help with dealing with the robotic threat. And others getting a few uh, last minute additions to their ammo count or a few uh, sunset sarsaparillas for the road, just to give them that last little, little taste of the Mojave before they deal with a rather intense mechanical threat. At the moment, we join our survivors on the road to Red Rock Canyon, knowing the location of Vault 25 is made so that they know the best route to Vault 25. Thankfully, they don't have to go too deep into the canyons proper. They just have to find the right uh, outer mesa that they need to drive up closer to. They have been joined by their Brotherhood associates, two knights, and the uh, scribe Portnoy in his power armor. His hand, even with the stabilization of the power armor, shakes a little as it grips tightly to a old and battered laser pistol. While the knights themselves look very focused, very ready for war, as it were. Ar uh, Knight Arthur looks across to Iris in the back of the truck. So, uh, you think you think all of us are going to be able to make it out of this? As he just he just sort of posits the question to everyone, though he's looking at Iris. I really fucking hope we can. Pretty sure about me. Don't know about the rest of you. Well, thanks for the honesty, Mr. Carter. Oh, come on. I'm just pulling your leg. No, we're all we're all going to come out. We'll all be maybe a bit worse for the wear, but we're going to do it. Besides, we get the duck. He can fix us up. 
I can fix up many things that is true. Uh, just don't go dying. I'll do my best. I don't plan to, Doc. Uh, Scrog Portnoy just like look, uh, turns his head and then looks back to the doctor. If if I don't make it, I want you all to utilize my power armor. Well, don't go rushing foolhardy into foolhardy things, okay? I don't plan to do that either, Mr. Carter, but thank you. He seems like he's sort of gotten a little bit of the vigor of youth back to him, uh, given the assistance of the power armor and all the rest he's had and just the need to focus on the upcoming threat. Chanel, you are in the front of the truck and you have Maisie's head on your lap, just like looking up at you with big puppy dog eyes, showing a great intelligence to them, a sort of like animalistic empathy as she can sort as she almost seems to feel the jitters coming from the uh, brotherhood individuals in the back and looking at you and giving you a very soft whine. It's okay, girl. Don't worry. You and I, we're going to make it out alive. And uh, and after that, I got a special little treat for you in my bag. Um, uh, she's going to look into the rearview mirror. Um, and um, seeing that they're a little bit jittery, um, she's just going to snap her fingers and point to the back um, to have her go in comfort like the people who probably need it the most. Maisie uh, hops up immediately and heads like climbs over into the back, giving everyone just like little like nuzzles to the leg, climbing into uh, laps and and ending by uh, uh, curling up in the power armored metallic lap of Scribe Portnoy. Uh, this good scribe looks a little confused for a moment and then just gently brings a hand, a hand down to just like rub across Maisie's back as carefully as he can. Uh, it's all right. Uh, uh, she's, uh, she's real good at the whole, uh, emotional empathy thing. Um, she's just making sure that you're, uh, emotionally sound as emotionally sound as it can be at least. There you go. Well, uh, thank you, Miss Chanel and Maisie. He still seems a little, like, unsure, but he seems a lot more calm as opposed to shaky. As you are following the map, uh, Carter, you're looking at your pit boy, and the map shows that you're maybe about uh, five or ten minutes out. Is there anything that all of you would like to uh, do? Any conversations you'd like to have before arriving to the vault? Any preparations? Any chems you might want to prepare to take? Anything like that? I don't think Carter's got anything that would require 
prep stuff, no. Iris is just keeping an eye out on the everything. Okay. Um, we will take the drugs when we're in the vault, or getting ready to go in the vaults. Fair enough. Uh, Iris, please give me a roll of perception and survival. My survival is still not good. Ah, uh, that is a success. Just so, you are just looking around, looking for any signs of trouble. You don't see anything, like, innately dangerous, but as you're looking a little bit ahead, just, like, reaching, like, leaning out, leaning uh, a bit across the back, you can see that there is the, uh, like, just the last, like, little flash of metal, as you can see. Up ahead, there it was an iBot that is now moving further back, like on, along the same sort of path you're taking. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's someone else or not, but. They've got at least some either out on patrol or coming in. Well, I'd be surprised if they didn't have a lot more out here, too. It's going to be real hard to get in there without being seen, but longer we can go without having all of the defenses pop out, the better. If you and I can maybe try and hotwire that, I think we'll all be a lot better off than if we run in guns blazing. Yeah, for sure. So, I would like to posit a question to Chanel. Are you going to be driving the truck just as close, just real close to the vault, like right up to the front door? Or are you going to be stopping it a little ways out to possibly give a little more room between yourself and the vault to try to sneak up and or to avoid any defenses that are already outside, possibly damaging the truck as you get closer? Um, I think I am going to park it a little bit well not like super far away but like enough for that buffer okay so you managed to find a little the vault itself is like pushed into like a curve between two uh cliff the cliffs like at the ground level and you managed to find a way to you just push the truck closer to the cliff side and basically have it stop and come and uh you turn it off right where you it would be you have a cliff between you and the entrance to the vault so anyone who wants to get so you all have a little bit of room the truck is hidden away and you have room to get out and take a look-see for what might be at the entrance. Yeah, definitely going to take a look. So anyone who wants to get out and go take a look with a rifle scope or with a set of binoculars, please, please feel free to give me a roll of, uh, let's go with, again, perception and survival. That would be a success from me. Okay. So, 
as Iris and Carter hop, as everyone is hopping out, but Iris and Carter hop out to uh, go to the cliff, the side of the cliff, and look around with their various uh, devices. You see that there looks to be a few people outside of the vault, along with a couple turrets set up. Uh, Carter, you're a little confused by this because you were thinking that if anything, Testers might be alone here. But then you just look closer and the people look odd. Their skin looks almost like plasticky or synthetic. Iris, you know that these are a few Gen 2 synths. There look to be there look to be about three of them outside and two uh, turret setups. One that looks like it is armed with a laser weapon and the other that looks like it is armed with a uh, low cal a lower caliber like rifle uh, emplacement. Yeah, you want to handle all that down there. Uh, how far away are they? Uh, they are at extreme range, to say the least, at the moment. <laughs> you, you could try to get a shot off to start things off, but if you w- wanted to be truly effective, you'd have to get at least a little bit closer. You also see the vault door itself, the large cogwheel-looking uh, vault with the bright yellow 25 painted onto it and the uh, little uh, console where anyone with the right access or a pit boy could plug their pit boy in to work to open the vault up from the outside. Oh boy, it's a shame we have nobody with a pit boy. Who knows? Not at all. Nope. Nope. All right, we got looks like three individuals and two turrets set up down there in front of the gate in front of the door well you want to make our way closer let the doctor and Chanel the brotherhood fellas come up a bit further back when things kick off we can draw their fire a bit take out who we can and I guess the other ones beat feet try and get as close as they can uh, I would advise, uh, seeing as the turrets are ranged, uh, perhaps trying to draw the humanoid ones, the mobile ones, out. The less fire we have to deal with from close up, the better. Are the uh, the synths armed with ranged weapons? They look to be armed with some odd, like sci-fi-y, futuristic-y to your just uh, idea of what uh, technology looks like because of your movies. They look like laser pistols, but they look different, whereas old laser pistols are a lot more metallic, a lot more uh, kind of like made to be beat, to also beat someone over the head with like really rough and tumble sort of build. These look new, but they look like plasticky and almost a little bit more flimsy. They do they seem like they were made kind of cheaply almost, but they also look like they are drawing on a lot of power because they have external uh, fusion cells that they are drawing for, drawing from. 
Well, regardless of what they are, I just remembered I'm going to take some Radex. Okay, just in case. Just in case. I don't know what's radioactive down there. It's fair enough. So you go ahead and just uh, pop the Radex a little bit real quickly. But yeah, it looks like these, uh, since these individuals have the uh, laser pistols, you also see at their sides hanging, there looks to be uh, batons, but they are batons that look like they almost have like little uh, energy cells or batteries connected to them. So they look like they could be uh, some sort of shock baton almost. I don't know. If I were them, I wouldn't run away from the turrets. I would hunker down there if we started shooting at them. And I'm not going to be able to do anything from out here. I've got to get closer. I don't have to get a whole lot closer. The idea, though, maybe we can split them up. I go around to the left. You head straight down. That way there's like a 90 degree between both of them. Honestly, if we can get Chanel close, I think she can take him out pretty easily, too. Also, Overseer, do I roughly know from looking at those pistols or being told what those pistols look like, uh, roughly how much range they would have? Uh, You think at most they might have uh, range equivalent to uh, what Iris used to have. They look like they are stabilized. Uh, with some sort of technology you haven't seen before. It's something that almost looks even beyond what the, what the Enclave of Navarro would have. But from what you can see, the actual, like, uh, emitters look a lot smaller and a lot less uh, powerful, but they look like they could, they could fire off faster. So it looks like what they, these might trade off uh, the intense power that the older laser pistols have for a higher rate of throwing energy downrange. Uh, is that the same with the the turrets themselves as well? The turrets, the, themselves look, the turrets themselves look a little older. They look like they would have about, about medium range because they look like they are equipped with the equivalent of uh, 5.56 rifles or laser rifles. Okay. Well, knowing that you would have to get in closer range, they look to be medium uh, medium range weaponry at best. They may actually outrange you at the moment. Well, it's we're gonna have to get closer, even if Iris doesn't have to get that much closer. The rest of us do. Uh, perhaps a. Uh, I believe the Americans call it Overwatch. Uh, from Iris would be good, at least until we can try to sneak up so that we are able to engage them without having them uh, medium range fire upon us before we're able to get into proper range with our own weapons. Makes sense to me. I can keep an eye out from here. Well, a bit further down, but. You know what I mean. And, uh, she'll, um, she'll open up her backpack and expose all of the bombs and explosives she's got in there. If we need a little bit of extra, I can get us covered, too. My yeah, God, Shoreline. 
That should basically fry those six brains. And for, oh, for everyone who wasn't involved in the creation process, uh, it looks like she has the two pulse grenades, and it also looks like she has three. Well, she has the two uh, full-on regular pulse grenades that Goris gave her. Yeah. And then she looks like she has three what look to be like coffee cans with grenade pins and like uh, mechanisms attached to them. And then I've got my uh, five standard baseball and five frags. Yep, yep. Remind me not to jostle you anytime soon. Uh, You should all wait and see if she's got at least something close. At least until she tells us otherwise, fair enough. Hey, listen, most people hire me because I'm good at driving. I'm nice on the eyes and I make things go boom. Two of those things are relevant today. Make sure you don't make yourself go boom. Make sure you don't make us go boom. I will try not to make anybody except who we need to make go boom, go boom. Um, alright uh, looking to Portnoy and the other two knights alright uh, so Portnoy has a pistol and he's just speaking aloud right now thinking to himself on how this all goes out but power armor is not stealthy in the least if you'd like I can stay back and then just charge when things start firing off. Yeah, it's probably better if the straps stay back here that with me. That would be a good idea, yes. Um, and the two knights have laser rifles or laser pistols? Uh, they have laser rifles. Uh, it looks like uh, Knight Arthur has a standard laser rifle. It looks like uh, Knight uh, Helen Layton looks like she has upgraded hers a little bit and made it so that it could... It looks like it almost could function as a, as akin to a laser sniper rifle, so... If, if need be, she could possibly stay back with uh, Iris and give Overwatch as well with laser weapon. Well, seems like a good plan to have them hang back with Iris, so Carter's going to start sneaking down. All right. Uh, everyone who is going to be sneaking a little bit closer, please give me a roll of agility and sneak. And as a reminder, if you want to utilize your luck instead of agility, you can spend a luck point to use luck instead. I got two successes. Uh, since I, I do have to move a bit closer, should I make a roll too? Please do. And I will roll for uh, the knights and scribe who move closer. Uh, what are we looking in terms of light out here? Is it like middle of the day? Uh, it is uh, late afternoon going into evening. It's still there's okay. still light enough. So that way you're not having to worry about like uh, penalties. Uh, but unfortunately, but unfortunately, there is not enough shadow to where uh, the perk comes into play. There might be inside the vault, but as it is as it stands now, not right now. All right. Well, that's two successes. <laughs> Zero. OK. OK. Oh, scribe got one. Nada. Rule 17. Doc and Chanel really, really, uh, 
To be fair, the doctor wearing a white shirt. Nah, it's sneaky. Uh, to be fair, you'd think the same about the guy wearing a whole ass white suit. Chanel doesn't do quiet. No, Chanel does explosives. Chanel, Chanel does uh, 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 hearing damage. It's true. So, Carter, Iris, Knight Layton, and Scribe Portnoy managed to get into position quite easily. Carter, you're able to just sort of keep your head low and you're focusing more on, while you're being stealthy, you're focusing more on just getting to where you want to be as quickly as possible. And as you are all moving into position, you just see, Carter, you see one of the uh, synthetic individuals straighten up a little bit. Odd. Scanning. And then just like, their head turns a little bit and they scan the horizon. And then they turn their head back and scan again. Hmm. Optics seem to be malfunctioning. And then they go back to just sort of like patrolling around the entrance to the vault. Uh, that's what happens when they roll two twenties. <laughs> Keep it up, guys. <laughs> even, even. Hoffman and Chanel were sneaky in that instance. In that oh, instance. God. Imagine it's like Scooby-Doo sneak mm -hmm. and still somehow make it. <laughs> so you all are able to get closer and get into position. Carter, you think that uh, the moment, you, uh, well, of course, the moment you you pop off a shot, you're going to kick things off violently because you don't have a suppressor on your 10 millimeter. That's unfortunate, but that's the way it's going to go. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately, suppressors take a higher level of perk than we have access to. Mm -hmm. But you all are able to get into position without the uh, any of the robotics noticing you. So we're going to go ahead and give a surprise round to Iris and well, to everyone, because I just checked their initiatives. Their initiatives aren't great. So you all will go ahead and get to make attacks as if you were attacking from stealth. And then if they are alive, they will get to respond. Right. So we're going to start off with Iris. So we decrease their defense by one. Yep. Let's see how this goes. Uh, that is three successes. Alrighty, that is th Ooh. that is uh, three action points going into the pool. So you all are now at, at a at half of your maximum for your action points. Hell yeah. Um, and I'll just go ahead and uh, see how this goes. Okay. Standard shot, not using your accurate at the moment. No, I'm good. 
Uh, so let's see, that's four, five, six, seven, eight damage, piercing three. Oh, I forget, does your rifle have vicious now? Uh, it does because we're attacking from stealth. Oh, that's correct. Yep. Yeah, eight damage, ignoring uh, three of their armor. Let me pull where I hit them. Oh, right in the fucking head. <laughs> so, you blast this thing right in the head, and it just, you just hear, responding to violence and it draws its pistols its pistol the rest of them seem to draw their pistol you see these uh plastic skin has been basically been blasted away and you can see the uh rough metallic uh skeleton underneath the thin layer of plastic skin it looks kind of horrific with a odd a mix of oil and a greenish fluid that is covering and has uh, human-looking optics, but not actual eyes, as it just turns and begins to raise its pistol in the direction that the the shot came from. Carter, it is your turn. All right, the next one down the line, Carter's been aiming at. Just one shot to the head. Alrighty, so you're aiming at a different one? That's correct. Okay, go right ahead. I will use my aim to reroll that second d20, which did not succeed. Okay. Okay, well, uh, only one success. But it is enough to hit and add one to to the pool because of the fact their defense is zero for these attacks. All right, that's going to be That's going to be unfortunately only 4 damage. Uh your gun has vicious, right? It does. That's why it's 4. Uh should be 5. Two counts two. Oh, choose two counts two. Sorry. Then yes, 5. Excellent. So with that attack to the head, uh, you see the shot just ping against their head, and it doesn't seem to tear away as much of this fake skin as it turns and aims its pistol very robotically, very stiffly at you. It's very unnerving. It's not human at all, despite how they were moving earlier. And the action point total for the players is four out of six. The action point total for the uh, Overseer and his minions are also at six at the moment. And now we're going to move on to Chanel and the Good Doctor. Ladies first, please. (laughs) Don't worry. Um, Baseball grenade. Okay. So, because you are being careful, 
-hmm. you are throwing the base. Are you so are you throwing you're throwing the base grenade? I will let you know, Carter, since he had to move into position, is in the same sort of zone as them, so he would be taken by the baseball grenade. But if you throw a pulse grenade or one of your coffee can EMPs, Carter will not be affected by that at all because he is not synthetic. So he could get caught in that blast and it would deal nothing to him. Hmm. All right. Um, how many of the synths are there? Three synths and two turrets. All of them uh, would be affected by the uh, EMP grenades. Okay. I'm going to. Ooh. Hmm. I want to I save the EMPs for when we're actually in the vault. Yeah. Because that's what I built ones. them for. So I'm going to throw a pulse grenade. Okay. Um, are we cool if I spend an action point to get a third? Fucking go, go for, for it. it. All right. Ooh. Um. Re-roll those. Re-roll I'm gonna reroll that. I'm gonna reroll that. That's funny. I'm gonna re-roll the um the, the 15 and the 20. Uh. And keep in mind, uh, presumably you'd be aiming, so you do get a free. Yeah, since okay. you didn't have to move up, you can use aim, so you get a free re-roll for one of the I'm gonna re-roll all three of those then. Oh, are they all players? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right, those so are all six, those are all successes. Um, so four successes. Nice. Alrighty. With four successes, uh, you refill you. Uh, okay, you get the pool. You increase the pool by one. Mm-hmm. So you're at uh, five of the six that you can have as you get the, p- the grenade right where you need it to hit as many synthetic motherfuckers as possible. Oh. I would like you to go ahead and roll the damage. The damage of your coffee carrying grenades is is basically equivalent to your baseball grenades, but so it does energy. Okay, so that's five. Five D6, okay. And they're, are they already vicious? Uh, they're they're not already vicious, they're vicious okay, because so of they her. Gain vicious. Oh, so they already have vicious and she's attacking from stealth that increases the damage by two. Oh, yeah, there it is. So basically you get to roll seven D6 for this one. Because yeah. uh, because stealth plus vicious is horrifying. All right. Um. God, um, the role, the rule is for damage. I, I always forget the rule on damage. Um, uh, so ones are one, twos mm-hmm. are two, uh, fives and sixes are one and a an effect. They trigger effects. Since they have vicious, they just count as two. Okay. So, two. Four. Six. Six damage. Energy. <laughs> Everybody. Facilitator? 
overseer. Mark Joel down on his sheet right now. Like, okay, well, that one's dead, and that one's fucked, and that one's dead. And that one's now crackling nicely in the background with static. Would you say I gave it some harsh Don't. static? Get out! <laughs> I apologize. Discord has decided that it doesn't want to work for me right now. But Lovely. I'm back on the phone at the moment. Welcome back. So, I would like to ask you, uh, Chanel, mm -hmm. would you like to spend a luck point to re-roll three of those combat dice to get even, to possibly get even you more damage? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> so, for one luck point, you get to re-roll three of those combat dice. Cool. <laughs> and we're back. Um, oh, that's four. an additional four. And then so, total. And damage altogether. Okay. And also, because they are, uh, because they are the e EMPs, they all, each effect also deals stun. So every synthetic and every turret is now stunned. A little, bit little <laughs> just uh, on top the of all the damage they took, uh, the ones that just got hit already become just slagged, basically, just immediately falling over, just <clears throat> and just collapsing in a pile of plastic and metal. The turrets themselves, double checking on the turret stats. They're still up, but they are like twitching and looking like they're trying to like recalibrate and reset themselves. And the last remaining synth looks like it is barely hanging on. This bushwhack, this explosive bushwhack has taken out a large amount of the threat, leaving the uh, individuals of the Brotherhood of Steel to feel free to wipe, to wipe up the rest. Good doctor, I believe it's your turn. I'm just imagining that the uh, sound the robots make is just the like Microsoft Windows. Do 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 do. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, well, Doctor Hoffman's gonna open up with uh, well, not so cold, but hot lasers. Yeah, this isn't a cold open. We had an introduction. Yeah, we did that already. It's fine. Yeah. Um, are you guys cool with me using an action point to hopefully do better? Yeah. How about it? Go for it. Uh, one success. That's enough to hit. Uh, you can reroll one of those. Yeah, because you aimed. Aim. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll fuck it. Another success. Two successes. Alrighty. Uh, the eighth, the action point pool for the group is back, is at full. At maximum. <laughs> go ahead and roll right. your damage, my friend. And rolling 5d6, piercing 1. Total of 6 damage on that. And since it's accurate, can I reroll one of them uh, uh, for free, or is that just based on uh, action points then? Uh, accurate lets you spend action points to increase your damage when you aim. Okay. 
Well, I will ignore that and just have a nice time with the six damage there. And it's going to go to the uh, ballistic turret versus the laser turret. Okay, so you shoot the ballistic turret and you just see it just like take it takes the hit like rocks back on its little tripod stand falls over and with a uh, small contained explosion the casing just shatters basically it is defeated we did great y'all <laughs> oh we're not done yet and i will roll for the knights Knight Layton hits the remaining synth and blows a gigantic, gaping, uh, uh, steaming hole in its chest with her laser sniper rifle. And Knight Arthur puts the laser turret down with a barrage of laser fire. You are now all outside of the vault with having bushwhacked your way through this little uh, greeting and you are left with the console and the scrapped remains of the synths and the turrets. Well, that could have gone a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, much still the trying Well, uh, this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. There's going to be uh, more inside. Let's grab the... Uh, the few what well, the, the fusion cells they have, if they have any other ammunition we can use, and then uh, get inside as quickly as possible. Yeah, I agree. Carter's gonna move to the console and use the pit boy to try and jack into it. Uh, Hoffman's going to try and scrounge up whatever he can from the yeah, robots. Let's, let's get these uh, fusion cells. Can I scrap the robotic parts? And throw them in my uh, in my truck. I can use those for uh, future projects. That will totally better the the, the team. I'm not even gonna bother asking what you want to do with those. I don't think I want to know. Nine. As you connect to the console, <clears throat> oh, sorry, are you trying to trespass on my vaults? Uh, audacity! I have a delivery. A, a delivery. Yes. Hmm. I think the sound that I heard a moment ago would tell me that your delivery is quite explosive. Volatile chemicals, very, very dangerous. Well, then you aren't the best delivery men, are you? Those seem to have exploded in your hands. I still have all my limbs. That's more than many. Interesting. He is the- and how the many thing. limbs did you have before the explosion? All of them? Why? Should I have had less? Depends. Or more. Well, I have two legs and two arms, and that is the same number that I had before. 
No, that's boring then. Uh, so, who do I have the honor of addressing here? I am Testridge. You've come to my vaults. Be gone. Mm, no. I'm about to do something really stupid. Also, oh, question, Solomon. Yes? Uh, since, uh, when they're built at the Institute, uh, are, are they given, like, a serial code number? to identify them? The synths, yes. Cool. Um, I would like to step up to the console uh, like next to Carter and say, um, Dr. Testrich, this is synth uh, insert code. Uh, I would like to speak with you. Dr. Testridge, you remember this particular uh, code. It's one of the detested Generation 3 synths. Whereas you focus more on the robotics, on the Generation 1 and Generation 2 synthetics, this was one of the ones that is more organic. One of the ones that you were vehemently against, which is why you got pushed out of the Institute, because you were you were not along with the program, as it were. Well, I don't think I have anything to say to you, Synth. I didn't choose to be like this. I'm led to believe that you have ways you can help me. Hmm. Uh, I'm more than willing to make a charisma speech check at any point you want, Solomon. She is lying through her teeth. <laughs> I will take a charisma speech check from uh, Iris and Dr. Testridge to re rebuke against this. I would like you to go ahead and roll me uh, 2d20 unless you'd like to spend some of the action points from the overseer's pool to get some extra dice. And I will tell you what the target number for you is in a moment. Uh, would y'all mind if I spent a few of those? Have it, my friend. All right. By all means. All right. By all means. Can I go ahead and buy two dice? Especially since mm. we've been getting a bunch of action points. So we will go down. I uh, will use one action point. I'm going to spend a lot of points. Okay, so that'd be three dice for Dr. Testridge. Dr. Testridge, your test number is nine, because while you're not the most con connected with people, you are used to being bullshitted by synthetics, by Generation Fuck. 3 synthetics especially. So unfortunately, uh, that is a complication, but I did get two successes. I only received one success. Okay. So, you... Hmm think that there is a little bit of sincerity and that this Generation 3 synth does want your assistance? It is entirely up to you, however, if you want to render that assistance, especially when it seems that this one has arrived with uh, armed accompaniment. Hmm. I see. Well, it's an interesting proposition. But I think that in order to prove that you're sincere, you'll have to make it 
to my lab. Good luck with that. If you know anything about me, you should know that I'm an expert at getting into places I'm not supposed to be. Well, I don't know anything about you personally, but sure. Carter, if you'd like to go ahead and try to get your way into the vault, I would need a test of science of intelligence and science. Surely I would. Dr. Testridge, if he, since you, he is still connected to your systems and you see him as being connected, you can try to rebuke this with your own intelligence and science, with your own target number being 12, because science is where you live. Okay. Give me one moment here. What's our action point total? Or three. Three. Then getting one additional d20 would be one action one. point? Yes, yes. Yeah. Would you mind if I did it? Before it. Sure. Oh, excuse me. Is that five successes? <laughs> okay. Dr. You are yeah. Dr. Chester's, you are never you have not had to deal with people with Pip Boys having such an intense direct connection, like Vault Tech speaking to Vault Tech. You're used to trying to get Rob Kotech to speak to Vault Tech. And it's not easy to try to rebuke it because you're you've you've been thinking in like Robco coding as opposed to Vault Tech coding for the entire time. So uh it seems that this individual, uh Mr. Carter, has just pushed through all defenses and easily has the vault beginning to give off the klaxon of it beginning to open as the vault door pushes inward and then is rolled to the side by the uh, the interlocking mechanisms. As Carter uh, hacks the door, he hums Frank Sinatra's My Way under his breath. And that is the closest we will get to being able to do that song. That's correct. Well, you got past the first challenge. What's that? I can't hear you over the sound of your doors opening. It's true. Someone it is should put a lock on that. Ah, arrogance. Good. I like that. This man seems insane. Yeah, but at least he's fun. He ain't even no. the craziest I've seen. I feel <laughs> insulted. You should. You haven't seen him. Meanwhile, Dr. Hoffman just goes back to trying to find more of the fusion cells in the midst of the uh, debris. In total, uh, Dr. Hoffman is able to get 12 fusion cells, and if he wants to, he can pick up the uh, Institute laser laser pistols and shock batons. Um, yeah, and he'll hand them off to Penel. Uh, it may not be worth much, but you can possibly sell them either. <laughs> oh, Doc, no, I can make something beautiful with these. That works as well. Uh, She's also, gonna just start examining the, the the weaponry. It also might uh, appease Alexander for future trades as well. 
You're a smart man, Doc. I certainly try. Alexander might be real fucking confused if he sees things like that. You don't get weaponry like that this far out west. Yes, but uh, rare pieces as such might be worth more than. Right. Plus, I know, I know him. He, I can work something out. We can, we can, we can. If anything, these might be able to help him later on in his business. So, I got it. I know how to finagle deal with the man. Oh, as long as it does not agitate him. I How never really agitate him. I'm not so sure that is true. Uh, Carter, do you want to take the lead, seeing as you've been well, the last one in the yeah. vault? Sounds good to me. It has well, been not some... good, but reasonable. Yes, it is. It has been some ten years since the last was in one. So, uh, also, I will say, uh, Irasay is kind of concerning, like looking at the Brotherhood members, like pretty concerned. The Brotherhood members look at the synths, and where you are used to Brotherhood members just easily showing disgust and hatred, and just like a uh, intense focus to the destruction of synthetics, you see something odd on their face. You see confusion. You see them not really seeming to understand. Like, you see, like, uh, Knight Arthur just, like, kneels down and just, like, picks one's arm up and just, like, like feeling at it. And he's just, like, looking like, what? What? And then just drops and then the clang makes him jump. He's like, shit! Ah, they're basically robots with roughly human level intelligence. Fucking weird. Kind of cool, but mostly weird. Yeah. The elders never talked about anything like this. You ever seen anything like this? Uh, Commander and Leighton is just like, sort of like looking at the face of the one that got uh, the head, like plastic skin blown off. And she's like, no. This is completely fucking new to me. Don't go out east. There's a whole lot more of escape room. Huh. Well, hopefully we don't have to deal with this shit type of shit too much longer. And she uh, just stands up and begins to walk into the vault with Carter. As you all head into the vault, you can see that there are signs of battle. The bullet holes and scorch marks of laser weaponry being fired, you see that there are a few skeletons in old tattered vault suits and what look to be the parts and pieces of various Robco robots. You see one sentry bot that looks burned out and long burned out, but also looks like all the weapons on it have been stripped away. It seems like for the most part, what's been left behind has just been like husks and unuseful parts. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pop my call mic, you know. Okay, so you go uh, activate the call mic. You just take it and you can feel your entire body just relaxing and your eyes just like 
clearing. Like your vision, your senses, all of them just get sharper. And I'm not addicted. <laughs> and you're, uh, you are not addicted. Thank, thankfully enough. All right. I think it might be best if I go first. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, you're the one that disappears in plain sight. Yeah, it was more of the way you said it, but... Yeah, so I'm well, going to scout I'm ahead. going second, so I'm the most likely to get shot, because nobody's going to see you. Iris, I would like a roll of uh, agility and sneak. And then right. I'd also like you to go ahead and roll me perception and lockpicking. Uh, do I get my perk bonus and my shadowed armor? I will Is say it? that you that for this you will because the the outside areas of the vault haven't been uh, powered as much. It seems like most of the power has been directed yeah. elsewhere. So, all right. So give me a free die. I'll go ahead and re-roll that 16, because I can with Calmax. Yep. All right, that's five successes. You are akin to a shadow. Like, even uh, Dr. Testridge, you're just looking at your various uh, camera feeds, and even you have lost where the synthetic has gone. You still have the PA system to speak over to uh, the group as a whole as they begin to invade your home, but you have lost where the synth has gone. And you said reception lockpicking. Yes, please. Is this for a door or container? Uh, this will be for a large door that right. leads to the science wing of this uh, vault because the, the entrance led to various parts. There was the leading to the residential area, to the... Uh, to the uh, entertainment area of the vault, and then the science wing, which is where the Robco techs would be likely working on their various uh, designs. All right, I'll go ahead and use Bobby Pen. I will tell you right now, the difficulty for the complication range for this is increased to 18. Uh, well, I got two successes. Okay. That is just enough. As you're working to, like, jam the bio pin into those like sliding mechanisms of these vault doors. There aren't like the actual regular like uh, tumbler locks, but there but you know where you can put the uh, pin to hit some of the smaller mechanisms on the door to get it so that the actual things keeping them in place will weaken and then push the door up easily enough. It's harder to do than your usual doors, but you manage it. Mm, as expected, the synth abandoned the group. Interesting. No matter, the Molly shall burn. The Molly shall burn? Is he talking about weed? What's weed? I don't know how those words, any of those words work together. Uh, Knight Layton says, I think he tried to say Mojave, but he was really quick about it. Yeah. Hey, your AP system kind of sucks. You might want to get that fixed. That That's on the lower list of important things. Uh, I feel Much like that might be... Things. Uh, okay, there. It's, it's, he is robotting again. <laughs> get it? Robotting? Okay. 
chuckles to himself a little bit. He's like, I got it. He got it. I'm only in my 40s and already I feel as if I'm 80. All right. Scry Portnoy just looks to you. How do you think I feel? Yeah. Uh, have you been a vault since before the Great War? I was, yes. Carter is going to try and find some computer terminals along the way because he wants to know about the power routing systems here. Because if this guy's been cannibalizing stuff left and right in the vault, he's probably had to reroute power to wherever he is and being able to shut off systems from a distance by cutting those lines or rerouting them elsewhere would be highly useful to keep him from operating at full juice. Go ahead and give me a intelligence and science test because you do manage to find an outside terminal. Uh, Dr. Testridge, you're able to go against this as well to work to keep him out and to possibly even uh, rebuke his meddling. Uh, Luck, how do I use luck to reroll some stuff? You can Um, use a luck point per die to reroll. I'm using some luck. I am going to use an action point of three d20. Okay. That's right. And as a rem- as a reminder, your dice your t- target number is twelve. So that is ooh. Also because you are an institute scientist, t- uh, science is a tag skill. So that's three successes for Doctor Testridge. That is nice. three successes for Carter as well. Okay. Hmm. So. <laughs> what this does is that Carter is able to see that the power routing has basically been completely cut off to the entertainment area, to the recreational area, and to the cafeteria and has been basically all pumped into the medical and science area especially to one large uh, lab labeled the Assaultron testing facility That would be a good place to power down But because you are being rebuked uh, currently, you are basically immediately locked out as soon as you see that that facility has also basically had its systems after the power's been routed, its systems were air-gapped to keep it from being affected. So if there's, like the control might be air-gapped, but the physical power lines may not be. From that glance at the the layout is this something that we could open a panel and have chanel use for repair to like say cut if you were to be in the lab you could probably find the like main power line and try to cut it so that way there would be less power going to the lab and less uh electricity powering up whatever might be in there great carter's making notes of that on his pip boy's map function so that chanel can see this before we get there fair enough So as you head further into the science and medical wing, uh, you are making your way through and you can see that this place has also largely been cannibalized. The uh, robots have been taken apart. The like various bits and bobs have been thrown all about all about the place. The medical wing has had basically all of its various uh, medicines and various chemicals ransacked for some uh, purpose or another. 
And as you're getting closer, you can even almost all sort of hear the hum of the energy flowing through the lines to the lab that you're heading closer towards. Is there anything else anyone would like to do beforehand? Dr. Hoffman, you are in the medical wing. If you wanted to try to grab a little bit of extra medicine for the t- for the fight ahead or extra anything that might have been left behind, you are able to do so because you know what you're looking for in this kind of wing. I'm working on rolling now. Okay. It, it would be intelligence and medicine. Intelligence medicine. Got it. Actually, let's make a perception of medicine because you're looking for uh, bits and bobs. Well, fuck that noise. I'm going to reroll both of those. Oh, that's awful. Yikes. Like to hell with that noise. That'll work, though. That's a tag. So two successes. Okay. With those two successes, you're able to find a little bit of medicinal uh, help. You're able to find one more stim pack that's been left behind. And you're also able to find a chem. You find a dose of medics that was left behind. Hey. Well, this is quite annoying, but I must say I'm impressed. Well, thank you very much. This is an awfully messy medical lab, though. Yes, you've stepped my timeline up a little bit. But no matter. I don't suppose there's any way we could convince you to power down any and all Robco product attack bots, assault bots, eyes, etc. Disconnect yourself from any kind of control and command software and come out where we could talk like people. But some of you are not people. Well, I don't know where Iris went. I can't see her. We're people here. Ah, but what would be the fun in that? I need to test my machine. So let's see what we can do. Are you sure about that? Maybe he's not so sure. Yeah. I was gonna ask. (laughs) As you all head closer and closer to the lab itself, uh, Iris, I'm going to need one more roll of, percep- of perception lockpicking. The complication range is still 18, and the difficulty for this one is three. Uh, three, so I kick it down to two with a bobby pen? Yep. All right. We still get action points if I want to use those two. Uh, no, I should be fine. Uh, I'm going to reroll that with my uh, infiltrate ability. Well done. Fuck. Oh. Uh, oh wait, those are both failures anyway. I forgot I only have an eleven for lockpicking. Oh, look points, here we go. Uh that is four successes. Okay. So that's two extra AP back. That's two AP back to the pool. You 
work the mechanisms on this door and you can hear on the other side there is the whirring of machinery there is the pulsing of energy flowing into this lab dr hoffman as you have come closer to this lab door you can hear a familiar type of whirring a familiar uh, uh sound of mechanical appendages moving there is an there is not just an auto dock on the other side of this door. There is a very large and very uh, intricate auto dock on the other side of the store that seems to be in the process of something. This is not good. Um, something in the back there, and what I would guess at least in my uh, theory using is performing surgery very rapidly, very quickly, and in a very grand scheme. He's putting himself into an assault round. Possibly. Or the rob core robo brain, or any number of sort of things that could be mechanical and, you know, not prone to illness, disease, and such. I just assumed it was putting a human head on a dog body, and I can't really explain why that is. Well, that automatically makes me look down to Maisie and just raise a brow. And Maisie just looks up to you and then look at Carter and go, we, we found the plan. So he's trying to put himself into an assault. Mm-hmm. It is not so easy to try and keep a, a head functional when there is no intake of resources. I, fascinating, but let's stop him from putting his head inside an attack robot. Weapon ready. You open the door with Iris's help of getting it unlocked, and you step into where all the power is, as the lights here are all fully on, fully active, even with the auto dock working. You all head inside, and you can. And this is a multi-leveled lab. You all are on the top floor with ladders that go down to a second, like catwalk that has various uh, terminals and various uh, machinery with there. And then the bottom floor, which is where the process is currently taking place, where you can also see that there are a just long line uh, along each side of the wall of charging stations for Robco uh, robots. Uh, What is being operated on? Is it just a robot, or does it actually look like there's a person there? The auto dock, the auto dock itself, looks like it is closed. It's one of the enclosed auto docks that basically just like you step inside and it just, and it closes and takes care of everything. Kind of looking like a, one of the old, uh, really cheap like personal radiation shield shelters that were on a lot of the street corners in the bigger cities. Uh, But from what you can see of the readout, it looks like there is a human body in the auto dock. But you also see that there is a uh, line, what almost looks like uh, a sort of like tubing that is connected to the auto dock that is into like built into the floor where there looks to be 
a brain moving along to a a recharging station that is sort of front and center in the lower in the uh, third uh, bottom level of this lab. Nope, don't like that. And now, now would be a good time for grenades. And destroy that pipe. And all of the charging stations as well, if possible. Trust the grenade, if you will. Have fun. Just steps back. <laughs> uh, overseer. Yes. Is this a good time for uh, one of my coffee cans, or is this a baseball action? Uh, if you're trying to just dis- uh, disable it, possibly to weaken weaken it, or maybe even stop it, uh, either one could work. But if you're using a baseball grenade, that's more physical. If you're wanting to try to, and you're trying to focus on the fragility of what could be at play here, or if you're just trying to affect the systems as a whole, uh, the coffee can or the pulse grenade would work. As you're thinking about which to grab, a one of the retarding stations opens up and you hear Protectron on duty and it yeah. just lumbers out. Got it. Um, coffee can. Okay. Uh, you are currently outside of range unless you'd like to go ahead and drop down to the second uh, level. So if you're dropping down to the second level, that will be a movement, and then you can go ahead and throw your grenade at the standard two difficulty. Um, then I will do that. Okay. And you are not at stealth, so, so this is not a surprise attack, so you'll be dealing the normal five dice of damage. Okay. Curtin um, is also going to run into the room while Chanel is doing that, trying to spread out so that if they throw grenades back or have, like, automatic weapons that fill an area with death, we're not all in the same spot. Fair enough. Um, are we cool if I spend an action point? Yes. yes. I think so, yeah. Not 30, not D30, D20. <laughs> um, that is three successes. Okay. So it does land where you want it to land, and you go ahead and roll the damage for that, please. Okay. And that's that action point back to the pool, right? No more yes. Sick. Um, two, four, six, eight. Eight and one stun. And one stun. Okay. So that damage does hit the protectron. And it does cause it to begin to, uh, like, shake and shudder as its systems begin to uh, weaken. But the systems that are at play in the auto dock slow a little bit, but then pick back up as it seems like they have been uh, reinforced with some sort of EMP shielding to prevent them from being uh, affected as much. Okay. The brain moves from the auto dock into the piping to the uh, central recharging station, and you can hear 
whirring inside of it, akin to an autodock's uh, mechanisms playing out. The autodock that you were looking at before opens up and you see a human corpse in a lab coat with the top of its head removed. God damn it, he's using robots to steal his brain and put it through the mail tubes! Ah! Ah! Why does it all taste coppery? Aha! You all hear this coming from the uh, other uh, recharging station. Iris is just waiting for that thing to open. Uh, and yeah, just aiming right now. Okay, so Iris is on the th- is going to stay on the third floor. That would be at the perfect range for her wow. rifle. Uh, is anyone moving down? I'm guessing people are going to go ahead and move down to the second or third floors. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I am saying where I'm at. Okay. So another thing to notice is that the each floor does also seem to have a terminal that could be accessed possibly to do who knows what each one could do. And as the last person drops down to the third floor, the central recharging station and several other recharging stations along the walls open up. You hear Protectron, Protectron, Protectron on duty as three other Protectrons just slowly walk out and the central charging station opens up and you see that there is the body of an Assaultron with what looks to be a sort of altered central uh, energy emitter in the chest area. And instead of the usual Assaultron head, there is what looks to be a modified uh, robo-brain head with the human brain ex- uh, visible within the gel. Maisie Maisie is very scared. Down. <laughs> and Dr. And Dr. Robotestridge steps on out. Oh, perceptions are strange, but I like it. Robotestridge, you have a brief moment to say something villainy. Uh, the this thing on. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it looks like the test was successful. We shall see how well you can stand up to my new body, and if you could succeed, maybe I'll help you. As he says this, you all see uh, what looked to be almost like little decorative bulbs along the uh, far walls of, of like a level with the third floor open up and smaller wall turrets begin to track the various threats around the room. There is one that definitely brings a lot of eyes and that is one that does not have a small gun barrel or a uh, laser emitter. It's one that, that is larger and has a missile tube from a sentry bot. Oh no. We're starting with Iris. Well, should I either I shoot the big robot man or shoot the big yeah, fucking gun? I'll take care of the gun. 
cool. You I'm gonna shoot the, the big robot. robot man. Uh, can I, can I, would y'all mind if I spent three action points for two extra dice on this? I mean, there are to spend, so go ahead. All right. Here we go. D20. And I am aiming. Gun muscles. Uh, so between aiming and callbacks, I'm going to reload, reroll that 17 and the 19. Okay. So that is uh, six successes. Yeah, definitely got him. <laughs> How many action Ow. points get put in the pool? In the pool? Uh, <laughs> the pool's full again. All right, cool. I'm going to spend three of those for extra damage dice. Okay. Oh, no! <laughs> uh, let's move just a few dice. One, two, Ooh. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, so that's eight damage, ignoring five armor. Okay. Uh, oh, we'll and, see where you hit them, uh, please. Yep. A nine. A nine. Let's see where that hits. Uh, left arm. So that shot does, in fact, hit the left arm, and you see that it, uh, the shot just sort of like hits and ricochets inside of it. And rope and testridge. This shot has, uh, basically several warning signs going off in your head as the arm is severely damaged. You're not sure you'd be able to attack with it, but you know that you've got things in play to mm. hopefully mitigate that damage when, whenever they get a moment. Ow! Why did I keep the pain function on? Because you're an idiot. And you're bad at villain monologuing. Uh, to be fair, you did suffer possible brain damage going through that pneumatic tube. Carter, it is your turn. Carter's making a beeline for that uh, terminal on the third floor to try and, you know, maybe make some of these protectrons and other turrets and things not shoot at us and shoot at other things or just not shoot. Okay. Give and he'll me. settle for forcing... You know, recipes for gazpacho soup to flood into the assault, assault testridge's brain if he can't do the first couple. Fair enough. Give me an intelligence and science test. This is going to be at difficulty three. I'm going to add a die. I'm oh, actually going to add... How many uh, action points uh, you do we have? Add three? Two. Yeah. yeah, you yeah, have three. you have uh, uh, maximum action points because of Iris. Okay. I will I will add two. Well, also, I, I did spend three. Okay, so sorry. You have three. I will add two, and I also spend a luck point to activate Mysterious Stranger because nothing says surreal like a ghoul vaquero <laughs> showing up in a vault. It's true. Comes in, just walks back out. How he faces from one wall. Do the other. <laughs> I would like to point out that I got four successes and a complication. Use the luck point and re-roll that complication. Re-roll the complication, well, I, don't know the, I want to know if the complication is bad or humorous or both. <laughs> uh, both. I'm going to leave the complication. I'll do it for the bit. I'll do it for the bit. Fair. All right. <laughs> for the bit. 
for the bit. So you did manage to succeed, and you do know that, and you do have access to the systems that would not deactivate the Protectrons, but maybe hinder them a little bit to the point where they might be fighting a, a little a little less effectively. You don't have any access to, to Robotestrich as a whole, but you have access to the Protectrons like coding. So if you wanted to, do, so you're able to uh, basically make it so that they so that they lose a good bit of their uh, power when it comes to utilizing the laser weapons that they have in their hands. Okay. Um, yeah, his my explanation for that plus whatever complication is probably that he has to cross wire the Protectron's power circuits with also uh, forcing them to shout patriotic Fourth of July slogans because he accidentally activates the holiday routine. Yep. As it is, Vault Tech and Robco are both American, are both uh, heavy duty American uh, corporations, so they have to have those in there. Understandable. So their machinery subpar. Yes. Got it. Military grade, even. And as you do this, you're just like, ah, a job well done. And you look up, and the turrets are all pointed at you. Oh no! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Robo testridge. Yes. Let us begin with your self repair routines. Please roll the dice for them. Yes, I will do that. Do do go back to my notes. Okay. Uh, three. All right. Hold on one second. Oh. Uh, that is two healing, right? Yes. And with with those two healing, you're able to recover that many hit points. Very good. Uh. You all see the like inner workings of the te- of Testrus's arm just beginning to spark, and the insides seem to begin to knit themselves together. This is next good. Okay, is it my turn then? It is indeed your turn. There aren't anyone. Right. There's not anyone that's in close range with you, but there are plenty of people within medium range. Oh, absolutely. Um, let's see. Well, we've got person that's shot, and we've got person that's messing with my computer systems. You are both in mm. long range. They are both in long range. The person in medium range is uh, one in power armor. There's one with mm-hmm. a uh, laser rifle, and there is one who seems to have. EMP grenades. Ah, yes, the EMP grenades, the infamous EMP units. Uh, yeah, that's that's who he's going to shoot at. Okay, so you're going <laughs> oh, to go sorry. ahead and fire off your Mesmatron laser. Mm-hmm. Oh, no! Go ahead and roll the dice for me. Your target number is 12. Indeed, uh, that would be two of them. Is that two successes or is that three? I can't, I can't remember. That is two successes. Okay, very good. So you roll, you do manage to hit, one action point goes back to the bad guy pool. Chanel. Yes. You see this blast coming. It's not in the sh- in the form of a long beam. It's almost like a, like a ring or a bubble of energy. Oh. Like a, like that's almost like crackling, kind of akin to how static does. 
as mm-hmm. it slams into you. Uh, Testridge, I would like you to please roll me 1d20 so you can figure out where you hit, and uh, if you have not, roll the damage. I have an armor rating of 4. Also, you just rolled a 6, Scott. <laughs> Okay, seven. Torso. That hits the torso. Uh, so, Scott, please go ahead and roll uh, 6d6. Ooh. <clears throat> so, that is only uh, two damage, unless you would like to spend one of your luck points to re-roll three of those combat dice. Also, you're muted at the moment. Oh, that's what was going on. Sorry, I was talking and I was like, what's happening? I was coughing and that was why I muted myself. Ah. Um, I was like, yeah, I know. I know I messed up on the roll and I was explaining what had happened, but it's fine. All right. Uh, I'm going to reroll 3d6 with that lock point. Ooh, that increases damage to. That is, that is six Two. energy damage. Uh, Chanel, what is your energy armor? I don't think I have energy armor. Um, uh, and if I do, I, uh, again, cannot look at my sheet because I've got other stuff going on to uh, shrink. Um, I believe but, that since you have the uh, weave yeah. in your armor, your your energy armor is two. Two. No, right. two. Okay, so you're able to reduce the damage to not suffer an injury to the chest. But because he rolled an effect, you do feel stunned as your as the energy just sort of, sort of crackles through your head and just makes your entire all of your nerves just sort of twitch and tingle all at once. You are stunned. You won't okay. be able to take an action unless you spend action points to get a bonus action. Rude. Uh, Dr. T- Robotestridge, would you like to move or are you going to stay at the lower level? Yeah, I was curious to know the auto repair. That's just that's just the thing that happens. It doesn't count as a minor action, right? Correct. That just happens at the beginning of your turn. All right. Then uh, I shall start to climb up one of the ladders to get to the second level. Where All right. Get closer. You are able to throw your body up the ladder, uh, bending some of the bars along the way with your weight and strength of your new body. And you hop up, and you are now on the same level as Chanel, Knight Arthur, and Scribe Portnoy. And Dr. Hoffman. And doc, uh, Dr. Hoffman's on the third level, I believe. Because, he's, because oh, he's with the snipers and uh, uh, Carter. Carter. I was sticking around the more people sort of thing before Portnoy was put down. Now. Don't put down Portnoy. He doesn't deserve that. Now, one of the turrets goes. Which turret? The missile tube turret. It's going to dun, make dun, a roll. It is aiming at the third level, since that's the one where Carter is, because he was fucking with the uh, machinery there. It does hit the third level, but not as directly as it should. So it will deal half to everyone there. I think. Oh, boy. 
How much will it deal? Did we lose Solomon? Nope, I'm here. I just had to go ahead and roll the dice. Everyone on the third floor, this, of course, not taking into account your armor, takes five points of physical explosive damage. And then do we... Uh, how does armor work with explosives? Uh, it just reduces it by static amount. It doesn't get. Uh, well, no, I'm well, saying like which. Oh, because of location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying since it will it hit like the around the floor area, it's going to be hitting your legs most. Unfortunate. Kerner appears mildly annoyed. Fair enough. Doctor is doing okay, because yay, brother of steel fatigues. Uh, his white shirt probably at this point is getting worn away, and you can actually see like the fatigues underneath the uh, white shirt and pants he's got on. Gotcha. He must have been so sweaty riding through the desert like that. <laughs> Kinda. With the full beard, too. Mr. Carter. Yes. You're taking a few more shots from the other turrets as well. Unsurprising. I believe your defense is just one because your agility is not nine. Yes, that's correct. I have agility eight, but I could not afford nine. Okay. The uh, auto turret that is shooting uh, shot bullets at you does hit. Right. And the one that is firing off lasers hits as well, and it adds an action point to the bad guy pool. Okay. First off, the bullets. It is a rapid fire of small arms that fire out and deal a grand total of three points of damage, piercing through one point of your armor. Okay. And the laser will be hitting your energy armor, which I believe is the same for your it armor. Is. It deals, ugh, it deals six points of damage, piercing through none of your armor. Great. And these uh, shots go towards your chest and left arm specifically. Okay. Next up is Chanel and the Good Doctor. Eat those grenades. Uh. You have to spend two action points. Yep, Chanel is stunned, so to get an action, she does have to spend two action points to get that action. Um. Which I will say, absolutely go for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How many action points do we have? Two. All right. Yeah. Um, then I am going to, uh, use my action point to um, resist the stun Um, and I'm going to um, grab one of my um, one of my should I go for another EMP? I'd go with the pulse grenade yeah yeah. I think the pulse grenades are higher damage the pulse grenade does one extra damage yeah I'm going to grab the pulse grenade um, 
and I'm gonna throw it towards um uh the the the, <laughs> the missile launcher. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. So you grab it and you'd like pull the pin out and like cook it just long enough to where you know that it, that it will blow up like in the air and hit the turrets. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your perception and explosives. Okay. Uh, I'm going to spend two luck points to re-roll both of those. Okay, just remember to keep an eye on your luck point total. Yep, I'm down to one more luck point. Okay. Until you start just downing some sunsets, Asperilla, of course. Oh, that's fair. Of course. Yeah, I've got two of those. So. Yep. All right, that is two successes. Uh, it's explosive attack skill. Um, I believe barter repair. I believe barter repair and speech were tag skills. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Okay, Sorry. so the two successes does get the explosive to go off at where you want it. Go cool. ahead and roll the damage for me, please. Okay. And that is 5d6 or 66. Uh, 66. 66. Right. <clears throat> Woohoo! <clears throat> um, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and uh, two sixes, so that is a uh, two. Those are, in fact, stuns. Excellent. So the the explosion rocks the uh, open area there, and it does deal nine damage altogether. Double checking the machine gun. Double checking the stats for the turrets. You might have just cleared them. Uh, well, shit. Yeah, the that is deal that deals enough damage to clear the wall turrets. So you see all the wall turrets just basically sort of just like spin on their axes a little bit quickly and then just droop and uh, begin to like spark and smoke with that uh, electric smoke from electric fires going on within the mountings. Okay. Now that just pisses me off. Oh, bite me. <laughs> um, hey, just out of, out of curiosity, uh, uh, overseer. Yes. Robots. Um, got any exposed wiring or anything? Uh, towards the bottom. <laughs> I forgot about the dog. <laughs> there are, uh, there doesn't seem to be any exposed wiring, but there does seem to be uh, like various uh, joints and various bits and bobs that could possibly be gnawed on by someone, by a dog. Hmm. Like uh, antifreeze tubes or anything. Somebody roughly ankle height. <laughs> yeah, anything, uh, anything within uh, puppy ankle biting distance. Um, yep. There is, in fact, the, some tubings and such that could be bitten by Amazing. 
because I assume that seeing her owner get uh, her handler getting uh, shot at uh, does not please the dog. It does not. She is now ready to nom on the robo tester. All right. Uh, she's going to let out a low growl and I'm going to have Ms. Maisie pounce on the uh, on the assault trying to try to loosen up some of those bits and bobbles on the uh, on the bottom. Okay. Um, so do you want me to roll for her? Please do. Okay. As a reminder, her target number is seven. Yes. Um, she got a two. So she's got one success. Does she one still have that one, one luck point? <laughs> she does have the one luck point. One success is all she needs, though. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. She's gonna she's gonna growl and uh, um, her barks like when she lets out a bark, it's not that little yip that she usually does. It's a full on mean gr- like bark, and she's gonna pounce. Uh, roll, roll the damage, please. All right, and how many? How much damage does dog do? <laughs> Uh, if I'm correct, it is one moment. So dog does mm-hmm. a grand total of at the moment, two vicious physical damage. Got so it. go roll two of the dice, please. Two D six. Got it. <laughs> well, how about that? <laughs> Three damage. That is three damage, and I believe it actually does go through one point. Uh, so uh, it does does go through the two armor that the Robotaster has. Cool. And mm. she rolled a six. So um, does that do anything? Uh, it, do, it it's vicious, so it does oh, the extra right, right. damage. Right, right, right. So three physical damage, no piercing to the Robotaster, which I mean, which I believe means Robotaster takes one point of damage to the leg. That's what I was seeing. Yep. So Maisie just like grabs onto one of the uh, like antifreeze tubes, just begins gnawing and pulls and it goes spraying everywhere. Again, why do I have the pain function still on? (laughs) Uh, Good doctor, it is your turn. Uh, Good doctor, uh, looking over to Carter. Are you alright, my friend? <laughs> no! Not at all! <laughs> On the way. Uh, I believe this is a intelligence medicine check to do medicine? No? Uh, yes, intelligence and medicine check. Cool. Uh, I don't like that one roll, so I'm going to do one luck point to do a d20 on that. Well, how many successes do you need? I prefer more if I can get more. Uh, three successes. Okay, so that is indeed enough to begin uh, patching up Mr. Carter. Are you just going to go off of basic first aid or are you utilizing a stim pack? I'm fully just jamming a stim pack right into his leg. Okay, so that on top of your healing would, I believe, heal eight points of uh, of HP to Mr. Carter. Great, I'm back to 
And since you're all since you're within the same zone, I believe you still have a minor action left if you would like to use it for some particular reason. Uh, if you have anything in mind. Minor action in this case, then he's going to start aiming, but he's not going to be able to shoot until next turn, I believe. Uh, are you aiming at a Protectron or a at Robotestridge? Robotestridge. Got it. Next up is the Protectrons and the Knights. The uh, Knight Arthur is uh, going to look at Robotestrids, but look down at his weapon and then look to the uh, Protectrons. And then he'll look to the scribe and say, you handle him. And then he just begins uh, putting down suppressive fire on the Protectrons. He manages to deal a decent bit of damage to one of them, but has not managed to bring it down just yet. Knight Layton is also going to be focusing on the Protectrons to sort of remove them from play and manages to take one down. There are now three Protectrons at the moment and the three Protectrons are going to fire back. They're going to fire at the Knights because they're the ones that are firing at them. Okay, two of them do manage to hit Knight Arthur. And Knight Arthur takes... Ugh. Knight Arthur is not looking good. Knight Arthur took a shot to the shoulder, which he seemed to just shrug off, and then took a shot right to the face. And, and Chanel, you see a bit of his cheek is burning, and you can almost see a bit of tooth as the flesh has been burned away. Uh, scribe Portno. Portnoy is going to look to his pistol and then raise it and say, God, please, and fire at Robo Testridge. Come on, Portnoy. Come on. As a as a peek behind the veil, his target number is akin to Maisie. It is seven because he is old and has cataracts. Understandable. And he got two successes. He fires and hits Robo Testridge, dealing. Robo Testridge, you, you take a hit of three damage to the chest area. Energy damage. Three damage total with uh, three damage reduction. total. Not uh, not including your armor. So if you have damage reduction to the, if you have energy damage reduction, which I believe you do, you reduce the yeah. damage by that much. Okay, cool. So it's not a big hit, but he still hits. Yep. It is the top of the uh, round. First off, I would like to ask Robotestridge, would you like to use any of the action points in the pool for, of the bad guys to bring in some backup? I do. I want to use three of the points to bring in two synths. Okay. You, those on the third floor, hear the uh, door behind you open up and outstep two synths, each carrying, uh, one carrying a pistol that, and the other carrying a stun baton. Protect Dr. Testridge. Iris, it is your go. Uh, so how many action points do we have now? 
I believe at the moment you now have two because of the effects of what the knights did and the extra success brought on by uh, Scribe Portnoy. Okay, cool. Um, y'all good if I spend one? Yeah. Yeah, um, go for it. Cool. I'm gonna... So, Testrich has a defense of one. Yes, but he's also within medium he's as opposed to long medium, range. within medium, which increases it by one. Um, I'm also going to target his head, which increases it by another one. Okay. Um, and I'm going to aim and shoot. Okay. Uh, I get free reroll. You do? Dear God. Two. Fuck us now. Uh, I'm going to reroll that again because I can. With luck points. Uh, no, I just get two free rerolls because I oh, have. That's right, because call next next and aiming. Yeah. Uh, I think that's four successes. That it yeah. is. So four you successes. get one. So you spent the extra point, you get it back, and you do hit the head. Um, cool. I'll just leave that action point and take my eight dice. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. So that's seven damage, piercing five. Dr. Testridge. It do, the bullet doesn't manage to impact through the the uh, heavy-duty ballistic glass that is protecting your brain, but it definitely does hurt. It like hits and jars so much that you can that you can almost that your brain actually hits the side, and you can just feel that intense pain. Just ah. I just gave a robot a concussion. Pretty much. Dame uh, damage right there. You Dame damage. That Dame is Bramage. because that is your only like organic part, you do still suffer an injury to the head. Ooh. Oh my so god, you, literal actual brain damage. So <laughs> you are stunned unless you spend action points on your mm. turn to get an extra action. Done. How much damage did I actually take? Uh seven, because it does seven. pierce through your armor. Got it. And that is done for Iris. So we are going to move on to Carter. Would, You're back full, but now there are synths in your area. Would activating the uh, terminal on floor number two be of any aid? Uh, or have poss- I possibly? Possibly. You think you've done everything you can from this level, but the second terminal does, the second floor terminal does still have things that it could do. Yeah, slide down the nearest ladder, run over to that terminal, and and gonna try and continue to mess with the systems. Okay, so because you're having to use a ladder to get down, it does take, it would either take one action point or a test of agility and uh, athletics to get down. I'm I'm rolling the athletics, make no mistake. Go right ahead. It's much more cinematic that way. It's true. Uh, that would be two successes. Okay. So that does put another action point into the pool, and you're able to head over to the uh, terminal and begin to futz with it. Uh, intelligence and uh, science, please. All right, that is one success. 
Okay, unfortunately... I'm going to re-roll the 17. I Luck points come back. Uh, this is the last game. This is the last episode, so they'll come back after this episode. <laughs> Two successes. Okay. You are working your way through this. You think you could probably... Uh, get this with just a little more focus, but you're still uh, locked out at the moment. If you wanted to get another action with two action points, you could try to finish off hacking this, or just save it for for the next turn. No, we gotta we gotta end this I, quickly I think because there's lots of there's lots of bad stuff. So I'm gonna I think do it's it again. Worth the action points, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead and roll it. Right, that is one additional success. And, and all, all I figured that's all I needed, so yeah. That is all you needed. So, you have spent the action points, you managed to push through what's left of the uh, firewalls against you. And you see that this gives you access to locking off the, the uh, recharging stations to prevent any other Protectrons from being summoned. Yes, please. Okay. Well, he's poking at it. I didn't think that all of that rerouting training I had to do before the goat would come in handy. And you managed to lock off the recharging stations. Protectrons can no longer be summoned. Other other models of Robco Industries or synthetics, however, are still at large. But no more Protectrons. Good Next to know. up is Robo Testridge. So firstly, Robo Testridge's auto thing works, the auto repair. Yep, and you get another two uh HP back. Uh, I think that's three. Uh it's it only it that's only works two. It's it's uh whenever you roll effects. Effects. Oh yeah. I see. Yep. Uh two back. Very good. Um things weave together whatever they do in that case. And I have to spend my how many action points to take an action? You would have to spend two. Okay, that's what I got. So we're gonna use them. Alrighty. I'll use two action points to absolutely make sure everyone hates me by kicking Maisie at my feet. Oh, yeah. Shoot, kick the dog, not the person that's dealt fifteen damage to you. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's sense for that. Go ahead and roll your unarmed strike. I believe your TN is 12. That would be correct. One success. Unfortunately, because this is an additional action that you took, the the, the difficulty increases by one. So you mm-hmm. need two successes. Mm hmm. How committed are you to kicking this dog? <laughs> Screw it. I'll use my last luck point. See what happens. Villain. I hope you roll a 20. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Unfortunately, he did not. Please roll the damage. Uh, and this is where I realized I had a second mistake. I was supposed to roll one extra die, but uh, earlier, because this is the 66. Oh, but it's all good. There you go. Um, is that only uh, three? Is that only four damage? That is four damage to Maisie. 
Mm. Maisie gets uh, the robotic leg just like fling, just like swinging to get her off of it and flings and she rolls a little bit and goes rap, rap, rap. Uh, she still looks to be okay she doesn't look super heavily injured but it's still damage to your dog Chanel you are going to regret that oh no Chanel's a son for hell <laughs> we'll see all right is there uh, anything you'd like to do with your minor action would you like to move or perhaps begin aiming a shot with your mesmetron yep. aiming a shot with the mesmetron okay next up you all hear a familiar guitar chord you are going to regret that. <laughs> as you, as uh, everyone on the third floor just sees the flash of bright colors as the gold caballero charges out from where the synths were, dives off of the third floor with his with his forty four magnum and fires at Robo Testridge. So I need to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and roll it in the bot channel because that's oh, just yeah. fun. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'm just imagining it's uh, what's from the, the second floor terminal. I told you that happens sometimes. Uh, Mysterious Stranger gets to all three dice. <laughs> oh, that's true. He does. All right, so that is four successes because he has a tag skill for small guns of six. And an agility of ten. <laughs> and an agility of ten. So he runs out, jumps, dives off of the third floor, puts a round right into Robotestridge's chest. Le like, lands on the, on the bottom floor, rolls, and then ducks behind a monitor and is just gone. Imagining it's Danny Ooh. Trejo yelling obscenities the entire way down. Yeah, all in Spanish. Mm -hmm. What was that? Oh, that, that happened happen sometimes. sometimes. We don't That's... know either. Oh, 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 oh. I told you you were gonna Whoa. regret that. <laughs> uh, that is eleven damage, piercing three, three to Testridge's chest. Ow. And because of it hitting the chest, the Mesmatron gets damaged. It's still oh. active. You can still fire it. It will just be a little bit harder. The the TN for the Mesmatron shot drops down to 10. Oh, okay. And now it is uh, Chanel and the good doctor. Um, I'm going to take a single shot, a single aim shot at uh, Testridge. And then I'm going to let Chanel unleash upon him. Okay, if, go ahead and roll the sh uh, if, if Chanel is okay with that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'll let him go first. If, okay. if only to let her get the kill. <laughs> Possibly. 
<laughs> I will use. Yeah, I still got some luck points. Fuck it. Might as well end of the fight. Yeah. Uh, two successes. That will, in fact, hit because you're on the third floor. So the distance down is adds to the difficulty, but it does hit. Okay. I really want to do 20. Roll 1d20, not just type in 1d20. Thank you. Mm. 16. I shoot him in the leg, left leg. The same one that Maisie bit. Super Maisie. <laughs> oh, and I got I have one luck point left, so fuck it. I will reroll those three points. Uh, and I'm out of luck then after this. Oh boy. That's wait. There you go. That that was Six. worth it. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, two, four, six, eight, nine. Uh, is there any piercing involved in this as well? Or is uh, it just vicious because of your stuff? It is piercing one. Uh, so one, two, three points of piercing. So piercing three. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it, I believe that pierces through all of the armor. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you deal nine points of damage to him. Yep. Right to the left leg. At which point he's going to look to uh, Chanel and simply say, Man, good to woman. Mm. Your turn. I'm done. I'm going to sit back and watch the fireworks. <laughs> um, it will be a regular 4th of July jamboree. Um, Fuck is July. Right. What, what is a <laughs> jamboree? <laughs> um, all right, oh, I feel uh, old. Uh, and uh, uh, Chanel is just gonna start whistling to herself, and um, just gonna start rummaging. Just gonna rummage through her bag. Um, I saw that he had some resistance towards the EMPs, correct? When he was uh, still being transported from like auto dock to the uh, recharging station. Okay. Would it? have any more of that resistance or am I good to just uh, you believe that you, you're, you're probably okay to pull the pen and drop yep alright then um, I am going to uh, look up at him just uh, continue my little the little uh, whistle of my tune pull the pen I'm just going to drop it at his feet alrighty Go ahead and I'm just going to say, go ahead and roll the damage. Oh, shit. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Catch. <laughs> uh, 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 you're going to regret kicking my dog drop. <laughs> um, and that is 66. Uh, for two, four, six, seven, nine. Uh, with one, two, three, four. Um, Conditions. <laughs> so, the damage, the pulse grenade blasts out. Dr. Testridge, you can feel that your systems are beginning to fail. 
You can feel that your destruction is upon you, but you have one last move. You might not be able to get out of this, but you might take someone with you. Dumbling forward, Testridge is going to half fall on um, on Chanel because she's the she was the closest one, right? Yes, she was the one yep. that just went right up to you and dropped a pulse grenade at your feet. Mm-hmm. Half fall on her and say, "Well, I guess this is the last, but you're coming with me." And will set off his self-destruct. Please roll the damage for self-destruct. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have any more luck points, so it looks like one, two, three, four, five. Okay, that is five explosive damage to everyone on the second floor. Okay. Um, does ah! my armor eat any of that up? Uh, your armor would eat a, eat up some of that. Okay. So the blast does hit you and it does hurt a little bit, but thankfully you've modded your armor out pretty well. But the blast is big enough that it affects everyone. And you turn and see Knight Arthur on the ground, motionless. Oh, but you also see uh, Maisie is still yapping. She seems fine, as it seems like the uh, power armor of Scribe Portnoy took the blast as he grabbed her and basically shielded her, turning his back to the blast to protect her. But the armor falls apart and you can see the that there is blood seeping through the robes. Uh, seeing as it's still technically the initiative order with both Chanel and the doctor, can I then use my uh, minor action to start traveling down to the second level? Yes, you will be able to spend an action point to just go ahead and uh, drop down, or you can use athletics to try to climb down without spending the action point. Spend the action point. I'll go for the action point then. Okay. You drop on down. And if you're on the second floor, uh, you still hear breathing coming from uh, both the scribe and the knight, but it's labored. It's shallow. It doesn't seem easy. And now it is the turn of the knights and the protectrons and synths. The synths move to uh, more in uh, retribution protocol to each swing their stun batons because the one with the pistol uh, dropped in, put out the stun baton to swing once at Iris and once the uh, at the knight. Iris, your defense is one, correct? My defense is two. Your defense is two. I have agility nine. Alrighty then. They rolled a one. Fuck. All right. 
what is your armor? Or where uh, is your armor, I believe? Uh, my armor is on my torso. It's where okay. most of it is. And they did hit your torso, so this damage will be a little bit less than what it could be. Okay, you take a grand total of four energy damage All right, to the cool. torso. Oh, uh, that does nothing. Okay. I have five action. Gotcha. Uh, Knight Layton, unfortunately, doesn't seem so lucky as she gets clubbed over the back of the head with the stun baton and just basically falls, but pulls out what looks to be a uh, holdout pistol that looks to be chambered in 44 Magnum. Jesus. That's a, that's certainly a definition of holdout. <laughs> it's just one that she was hiding more. And she blasts the head off of the synth that hit her. I hold out the pistol. My 44 mag. <laughs> For her it is. Uh, the Knight Arthur. I'm going to roll to see if he perishes. He got one success. He needed one to continue to live. Scribe Portnoy is going to roll to see if he perishes. No perishing for either today, thank you. <laughs> His breathing slows. Chanel, would you like Maisie to give her luck point to Scribe Portnoy? Uh, yes. 1d20. He needs to roll under a 7. Can we get this in the bot channel? I will get this in the bot channel. His breathing slows and stops as he holds Maisie, who is whining in his arms. For those at home that can't see, he needed a seven and he rolled an eight. The Protectrons fire and miss at Chanel and the Good Doctor and Mr. Carter. Iris, it is your turn again. A synth trying to eat my ass. Which I'm pretty sure gives me a shit ton of problems. If you're trying to fire at him, yes, because it's close, close quarters with the rifle. Yeah, it could be worse. Not by much. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and shoot one of the tech drums. OK. Macy's not having a good time right now. Nope. I'll re-roll that 14. Uh, that's four successes. That'll hit a Protectron. Go ahead and roll the damage. 
Uh, you got three extra successes than you needed, so you can go ahead and turn that into damage with accurate. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen damage, piercing three. Two already. Uh, whatever a thirteen is. An arm, I think. I believe that is one of the arms. Yes. Right arm. Which is enough to tear that arm off, and you just see the protectron just go fly, just spin and turn and fall over and just roll its like cylindrical form against the ground. There are two protectrons left. Mr. Carter, it is your turn. All right. Uh, Would there be any use to activating the third terminal or should it just mop up? Uh, You don't know what the third terminal does. (sighs) I I gotta gotta see it through. (laughs) I gotta go to the third terminal and work for it. Dropping down will take either an athletics test or an action point. Uh, what's our ac- action point at? We have one or two. I believe you have uh, two with one. Oh, I'll have one. Okay. I'll lock those. Okie dokie. I will get one success. It's all you needed. I mean, I've got all this luck. I mean, why not? You can so go, go ahead and do intelligence and science. As I spend an action point on this critic die. I will definitely do that. Okay. Uh, that will be uh, a success and a complication, and I will re-roll the complication for with my last luck point. How, how much luck do you have left me? I have one. All right. <laughs> that will be three total successes. Okay. You get through the last firewall, the last vestiges of Dr. Testridge's work here. You see that this was the terminal that controlled the auto dock. It was it was set to uh, a specialized new scientific surgery mode. It can be reset to a different mode, including resuscitation. Can we resuscitate our newly uh, flatlined friend? Possible. You'd have to get him down here to the auto dock. Get Porto down here now. Dr. Testridge is deceased, so his turn skips and it is on to Chanel, Maisie and Doc and uh, the good doctor. Am I still under this thing? Uh, yes, but you can push it off huh. uh, with a uh, easily enough. There isn't anything like there. Most of the uh, heavy shit got blown out when, when it went itself destructed. Mm-hmm. She's going to like Wiggle on out of there. Ugh. No. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. I'm gonna use my my turn. Um. To start getting a dock out of the uh out of the armor, and um bringing him down. Um. 
to see if we can get him resuscitated. Okay. I will not require a test. I will just say that that is your entire turn, your action to get him out and the, the move action to move him. Yeah. And I will require instead of one action point, if you have any left, you require two to safely get him yourself and him down, given that you're trying to climb with a body on your shoulder, basically. If the good doctor would like to spend his turn doing the same, it will require only one for you both to get down there because you're working together to do it. Riage says that I go for the patient who is not yet deceased. We still have one that is almost dead. Okay. All right. Um, then if he's not going to help, can I take my turn back? You are. You can still do what you're wanting to do, but it will require a test of for this one. It would be athletics and strength. Are you out of luck points? Uh, no, I've got one more. How's your luck compared to your strength? It is one higher. So I'm going to spend my luck point to use my luck stat um, instead of my strength. Okay. You get an extra die because Maisie is trying to help you drag Hartnoy. I'm going to help drag her new friend down. The one who took the blast for her. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, if you are willing to fall and take a little bit of damage, you can still make it down there. Oh, yeah, no, I'll totally take a little bit of damage. I've actually got some spare. <laughs> okay, so you fall. You just like basically say fuck it and just fuck it. drop and take four damage as you land hard on the cold steel floor with the body on top of you. And Maisie lands on top of you afterwards, just a little extra late. (laughs) The good doctor, I would like a roll of intelligence and medicine from the good doctor to stabilize and possibly even re- fully resuscitate to bring him back to consciousness for uh, Knight Arthur. Two successes. He is back. Uh, you utilize a... Do you utilize a stim pack or would you like to utilize your first aid pack? Stim pack. So you just jam it in like an EpiPen almost and he just... <gasps> oh, fuck! That fucking hurt! Oh. I've got to. See, still in the fight. Where's where's Scrap? And he just like looks to his rifle and grabs it and like turns and fires like underneath, like from under the railing at the uh, Protectrons. And uh, 
the doctor will then point down to where uh, Maisie, Chanel, and the good uh, scribe are lying in a pile. <laughs> he is a bit focused on the rage of, I just got blown the fuck up and I'm back now and I'm going to you take out that rage on any robot son of a bitch near me. So he uh, completely destroys another Protectron. Goddamn, that's what happens when he rolls two ones. Christ. Damn. Holy moly. He angy. He angy. <laughs> uh, the remaining knight gets up and fires off the other shot of her kind of it kind of looks like it's like built to look like a derringer but high caliber and she fires off the other round at the synth right by iris and blows a a huge chunk off off of its shoulder to the point where the arm falls off still up but uh doesn't look like it's able to hold that baton anymore i imagine like most of the gun is tiny and the barrels like this big around pretty much the last Protectron will fire at the good doctor and miss. Back to Iris. Uh, I'll go after the Protectron. Go ahead. Uh, neither of those are successes. I have two rerolls from the aim and shit. Uh, that's three successes. All right. You hit, you get two action points back. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let those go. Okay. We'll go ahead and roll damage. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, piercing four. The Protectron with how it was uh, hampered by Carter's earlier actions with the, uh, third floor terminal takes the hit and then just sort of like bends over and falls over to the side leaving only one very damaged synth left as a threat Carter it is your turn into the auto dock goes Portnoy alright you put him into the auto dock and you begin to activate the resuscitation uh, setting. Hoping that it doesn't extract his brain and stick it in something unexpected. You hit it. The auto that closes and you can hear the whirring as it begins to work and you hear it charging as it begins to charge basically uh, resuscitation paddles to get the heart moving again. Cool, cool. Okay. The Autodoc needed a 12. Hey! Chanel and the good doctor. You look down and you see the autodoc working. And you just hear it, all the whirring, and suddenly you hear almost like an egg timer just ding! 
and it slides open, and the <laughs> scribe uh, takes in a very deep, ragged breath as he is brought back after slipping off of the brink. Easy big uh, brotherhood. I am going to send Maisie after him to kind of like protect and like like sit by his side and guard him. Yep. Um, any more protectrons out there? No protectrons, one very damaged synth. Mmm. Yeah, see, I like Iris too much to just launch an EMP up there. Um, so I'm going to refrain from doing any damage. What I will do is um, I'm going to pull out. I'm going to pull out two of my sarsaparillas. And I'm going to hand one off to the scrab and one to Arthur and tell them both to drink. Okay. Did so you mean Carter? No, Arthur. Okay, so you uh, pass I, one to so you I, pass one to the scribe, then you head back up to the second floor and pass one to the to the knight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I see. Drink. The scribe, uh dying is thirsty business, so he just immediately starts downing the sarsaparilla. And he regains a luck point and some health as well. Okay. And the knight will uh, do the same after seeing the last Protectron go down. And, uh, good doctor, what are you doing? I'm going to draw a bead and try and fuck up that last synth. Okay. Uh, doing it from down here means that the difficulty is two. And I move up there with uh, my minor movement. You can. Uh, it would take an action point to get up there without a test. Go for it. We've got three. Yeah, sure. We'll go up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, without the test. Uh, and then I'm actually going to, seeing as we've got three action points, I'll use an action point for firing better, just if that's okay with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've had it. Cool. Uh, that is tag skills. So that's two successes. Good thing you did, Jesus. Yep. Yep. So, you shoot fire at this synth. It only had one HP left. You just blast it to smithereens. And combat yeah. oh, is yeah. <laughs> combat is finished. Ten points of victory for piercing. Yeah, that'll do it. You all are left in the heap of what was left of the doc of Dr. Testridge's plans. Ow. Yeah, I gotta say that's the most I've ever been blown up in one day. Ow. I got toppled twice. Uh, the good doctor is rushing about, not even stopping to calm, just to understand that the enemies are done. His gun's now on the floor and his first aid kit is out. He's going to work. Okay. I would like an intelligence and medicine test from you. 
Carter and Chanel. Actually, just, this is just Carter, because since Carter's still the only one left on the third floor. You see something else by the terminal that you're at. Oh? A glowing, like, flashing small... Countdown? Beacon. Okay, what, what can I make of it? Uh, it looks like... It's highly scientific. It has a little bit of that old of what what you've been told about the the tech of the Institute. It kind of looks a little bit like that. But you also see like something akin to what more less more of like what you see here if from those really big eggheads here, like if you were looking at the followers of the apocalypse or some of the Brotherhood of Steel's type of thing here. Okay, I'm going to try and figure out what the heck it is and what it's doing, I guess. Uh, intelligence and science, please. Yeah, and Iris is also going to start making her way down to the okay. ground uh, floor to start going through shit. Okay, okay. Doctor got three successes on healing folks. Okay. I, I got nothing. I don't know if we've got any action points left. We have one action point. I think we have, have one, yeah. One. yeah. No, we have so two. You, oh, you do have two. That's correct. All right. I will make an attempt with one additional die. Go ahead. Uh, the good doctor is able to basically stabilize everyone, keep anyone from getting infected, just get, just doing basic triage to make sure that this fight is is done. No one's going to die from anything like getting infected or getting messed up in other ways. I have one success with science. You, uh, Carter? You can tell that this is an SOS. Oh, boy. And as you figure that out on the terminal by the uh, auto dock, an, an eye, a close up of an eye appears, much as it did before when you were trying to figure out the uh, signal to the uh, to this vault. Well, he puts his hat over the eye. <laughs> get that out of my face. Um, it seems that our friend from the east has departed. No matter. The plans of the think tank shall not be halted with the removal of one outsider. Begin the process and then just the eye just fizzes out and goes away. Oh, oh gosh! You don't That's hear anything good. else. You don't hear anything else here. It seems like everything that that is here has basically just ended with Doctor Chesterton's demise. We're gonna want to get out of here real soon, I think. Uh, oh, boy. All, right. all right, let's go. You um, all head on up and out. Uh, the the scribe is taking his time because he was dead a minute ago. Yeah. I was actually going to suggest putting him in the power armor so he can walk normal instead of trying to run. Yep. You got to get him up to it first because he's it's, this, it's the power armor was left on the second floor. So he gets yeah. up there, gets back into it and is still slower, but stable. If only just because the power armor is holding him up, but quiet. He seems still very shaken up by everything that happened. And the knights are basically just booking it out of here. All protocol for, like, to clear the area and, and get, 
keep it clear for uh, salvaging teams is gone after all the shit that just happened. Yeah. You. Uh, I, I would like to point out, um, despite the fact that she looks like she has a bunch of cuts and places where it looks like she got hit with something blunt, um, Iris is not bleeding and she is not Mm-hmm. So you head up out and get out of the vault and you wait a second and everything seems fine. But then something odd happens. You all feel the usual heat of the Mojave. It's gotten to the like evening now. It's dark, not like pitch, but it's kind of dark still out here to the point where you're like, you've got moonlight and you've got the lights of the uh, of Carter's pit boy and like that happening. The, the Mojave has gotten kind of cold when it gets to the evening. It feels like the temperature's dropping. Is there any rational explanation for that? None that you can think of. And as you're wondering about why the temperature will be dropping, Chanel's looking up and Chanel sees something float down a little speck that lands on her palm. It's white and it's cold and it melts in your hand. And then more. Uh, and you all look up and the good doctor knows what this is. This is snow. That should not that none of this should be here at all. Is it Christmas? It's because Chanel in his opinion, it's the only time that it snows is Christmas. What is the rough month? Uh, it is August. But uh, Irish snow? Does it does it still Irish. snow in the east? It still snows in the east. Uh, not as much in the Commonwealth, but occasionally. But not like to this level where it's uh, right. really snowing hard. I, I should actually point out that Carter has seen snow. He's never been movies. in it. No, he, because it, it snows on top of the mountains that his vault is next to. He's just never been on top of the mountain. Oh, so it's nice. like, why is this here? Yeah, you've probably never felt it. So it's just kind of like, yeah. well, this is I, first time. This is Chanel's first time ever seeing snow. This doesn't make any sense. What? We're too low. Yes. Not it's, too low. We're, it's the wrong time here. It's it's the wrong location. This is the desert. Well, it, it, it's not a winter desert either. It's no. We got a couple of months at least. It's oh. Uh, I would not. Yes. We need, uh, we need ice. Uh, Checking my rad, my Geiger counter. Uh, very light kicking, like ambient sort of like radiation, not anything like you have to worry, like you have to worry about it too much. Just uh, keep an eye on it, sort of uh, ticking. Well, we got to get out of here and figure out what's going on. As you head out, as everyone heads back to the truck to figure out what their ne next move is to get away from this. The perspective shifts away from our survivors. 
to a place far to the south and to the west where there's a large area where large energy pylons surround several buildings including one large spire some of the pylons begin to dim and the energy field between them dies and a large group of individuals with Tesla coils on their heads begins to pile out like wild animals flowing into a tunnel that is in the direction of the Mojave, joined by a number of skittering robotic uh, scorpions following with them. Pulses of light form behind them. Bright flashes as more synthetics follow along after them and sprinting in perfect unison are a trio of black coated individuals that now know that they have a target in the Mojave. And that is the end of Harsh Static for all. Woo-hoo!